Hello? You play to win the game. You don't play to just play it. You cannot lose games in the NFL and still win. Giants are coming off a worse week than Harvey Weinstein. The guy is drunk, but there he goes. The 20, they're chasing him. They're not going to get him. Waving his arms, bare chested. Somebody stop Look that out, man. Here comes the... Do you play in the NFL? What's longer, a half or five eighths? Or... But why do you even ponder passing? I mean, you can take a knee and try a 56 yard field goal. This is not Detroit, man. This is the Super Bowl. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another edition of Honey, I Cover the Spread. We are in week 11, I think. Yeah, week 11. Mm-hmm. The Jets won the bye week finally with the Bills losing to Minnesota. The Giants won again, 7-2. Foley, how are we doing? I'm doing fantastic. I um, had a crazy weekend, actually. I meant to tell you. I ended up, maybe I did tell you. I ended up at the Encore. You know what the encore is over no, here? You, and you did not tell me this. Uh, the casino over here. Okay. So, so message. Uh, yeah, you got you got you actually got to come up here because you would love it. Um, encore. They legalize sports gambling in mass. I'm sure we've talked about this, but I guess it takes like time to like roll out. Actually, allowing it. Yes. Yeah, because they have to. The operators have to put infrastructure in place and everything, and then they have to figure out with the state how much money they're actually going to like give up taxes or something like yeah. that maybe. okay so interesting actually i should actually bring that up at work um but anyways so when uh the casino was supposed to be called win and then that guy what's his name steve win do you have your casino guy aren't you nah, uh no, no well i don't really know all right i was casino gonna say owners. isaiah isaiah, isaiah win but that's definitely not him um basically they had to scratch the name called it encore because of the the me too movement yada yada um, but the Wynn Sportsbook is still called that. So basically, they what they have going on is they have the sportsbook set up, ready to rock and roll. So the sportsbook is ready to go with the windows all set up where you place the bets. But you can't do anything there. So it's just pretty much a giant sports bar. Um, and the setup is insane. And I actually didn't take any pictures. But um, if you were to come up, it's it's they have like these giant screens, pretty much like a real sportsbook. Um, and you know, right next to the blackjack table. So, you know, anytime there's a commercial break, run over to the blackjack table, sit down, play a couple of hands, get back over there, back and forth. Um, pretty cool. I will be back there, which is dangerous. But uh, yes, yeah, so I did that on Sunday, which is pretty cool. I had a good Saturday for college, and I got I actually did not have a good Sunday. But we don't did you win at blackjack? That. Yeah, I did. Um, I was doing twenty five dollar. Oh, I was doing. We we sat at the fifteen dollar hand table. There's one of them. There's one fifteen dollar hand. Me and Dean. We sit down, and he immediately spills his beer all over the table, and it was so fucking awkward. Basically, uh, they he dealt the first hand. One guy hit blackjack. One guy hit a match to the dealer, and then he spilled beer everywhere. And the the dealer was trying to be like, "This doesn't. This is a void hand now." Um, but the uh, whatever the pit boss whatever came over and was like, "Play out that hand," and then we got to close this table down. Um, but it was fucking. I was dying laughing. It was so awkward. Oh, I bet. First hand, you do that? Come on, now. First hand, dude. Um, but it is Williams we're talking about here, so. Yeah, because they got to clean the whole felt, right? It's like. Yeah, yeah. You could tell, like, it's like, you would think they'd be more prepared for it because everyone has drinks and stuff. They they were trying to wipe it up with tissues, dude. 
It was bizarre. It was just like was wicking beer. it up. <laughs> yeah, dude. Full ass beer. It I'm was so it. fucking awkward. Um, <laughs> God. Oh, man. Uh, yeah, I got to come up. I fucking love Blackjack. Yeah, it's a good time. It, it, it Just do the whole fucking weekend there, which we bounced around everywhere. We should we would have stayed there the whole weekend if we had known that the setup was that good. And then just imagine when you can actually fucking bet sports. Oh, right. Yeah. Right. Right. Now we're talking. Ooh, yeah. Now we're talking. All right. Um, I don't really remember my picks I gave out last week. I didn't document them. I was dying. Everyone, this is my flu game right now. I'm 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 sick as a dog. I'm still pushing through this. I forgot what I took. I I know I took the Texans first half against the Giants. That didn't hit. Almost a miracle cover. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, I think the Texans covered full game. That sucks. No, no, no. Giants did. Oh wait, they kicked the field goal at the end. That's right. They didn't yeah, score yeah. I was on. I was on Gene Men, so I, I was well aware. Uh, Texans probably should have covered. Yeah, but um, we'll take what we can get. I hit the over in the Lions game. That was easy. <laughs> yeah, that was <laughs> that was, easy. That was. I can't believe the Bears blew that again. God bless Justin Fields. Justin Fields, you did it again, buddy. This is C-Mac <laughs> eating crow again. Good game. Keep it up, kid. <laughs> Good game. <laughs> no, you're listening. <laughs> all our all our boys in Columbus, Ohio. I'm sorry again. He's making me shut up. Maybe I just keep talking shit about him. It's motivating him clearly. They're he, they're pretty much using him as Lamar Jackson, and he's just as athletic, but I think can throw a little bit better than Lamar. Um, but we we they're not ready to talk about that. No, I think he, he uh, once he gets going, holy moly, he he looks like he's just gliding. Dude, it's so fucking fast. What else? So what else, what else happened? Um, <laughs> you been watching anything good on Netflix? Uh, no, I've been watching Andor on Disney Plus. Great That's Star show. Star Wars, right? Yeah, but it's not like I'm not like a big Star Wars guy, mm. but it's it's fucking great. Highly yeah. recommend. I got to get into it. I I'm a big Star Wars guy. I just Melissa doesn't she doesn't hate it, but you know, man, like if she's not like I don't know, it takes it. Uh, you got to be into that type of shit to watch it. Um, See, not this one, not not Andor. Okay, okay. It, I heard like, um, it's like separate from. Yeah, I haven't watched Mandalore. I I tried to watch Mandalore. I couldn't get into it. They okay. did. What else did they do? They did another series. Was it the Obi Wan Kenobi series? Yeah, I think that was it. I didn't watch that one either. I don't really like Star Wars, but I, I stumbled upon this one. And I fucking love it. Okay, one episode left in the uh, first season. But what about you? Besides so bad work. No, no, no. Um, I've been started the boys. Oh, man. Uh, love it. People, yeah, people love it. Uh, I'm three episodes in, so just getting kind of getting started with it all. Um, so we'll see where it goes. I'm excited about it. I, I'm more of a movie guy, though, man. Like I, I hate the fucking TV shows take so long. Like nothing better than a good two hour movie that is just like start to finish good, and you're like perfect. Like I. I know the beginning, the ending of that movie, and now I go to bed. Um, That's asking too much, man. I know it's been a while. I think the last good movie I watched is Tenet. Um, oh, we love that. Love that. Maybe we'll just watch that tonight. Um, <laughs> Although I I, say I, that's not two hours, and I, I don't know how you. Yeah, beginning, middle, end. That was not one of those movies. I was just beginning, middle, end. <laughs> fair, fair, fair. When it's that, like when it's Christopher Nolan, like even like Inception, like I can do three hours. Yeah, I never saw um, his other one though, um, Dunkirk. 
No, I want to watch it as well. Um, one, another thing Melissa doesn't love is war movies. Um, but that's the one where people said it was just fucking um, airplanes just, the whole time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's just all fucking... Tom Hardy's, Tom Hardy's <laughs> like three lines of dialogue. Yeah, yeah. You would hear him oh, on the engine. That's so funny. I'm pretty sure that's what I've heard about that one. All right, there's your pop culture corner there. Um, all right, let's dive into this week, huh? You want me to? You want me to lead again here with my? Yeah, yeah. Um, how'd you do last week? I I did pretty good actually. I took I took Carolina at uh, Carolina Arizona live. Okay, that was a great. That was right before their their touchdown. That was great. Hit a little teaser. That was fun. And then, what else did I lose? Let me just go to my settled bets here. And then, what are you rocking over there? An iPad now? Yeah. Oh, charge it! Oh, your game of the year hit. We didn't even say anything. Oh yes, yes, yes. I figured we'd get into that. I thought we were gonna do winners and losers. Oh yeah. Teaser hit, winner missed. <laughs> over in Miami hit, that was easy. Over in Detroit hit, Texans lost. All right, yes, that was it. So I went like three and three. That's pretty good. Johnson this winter quick. <laughs> so that's not bad. We had a guest today. We do have a guest. Hillside. He'll be joining us at the end. He's a player prop guy. He's got five props, so I'm interested to see oh, what he does. Okay. Also, he said today, um, I, uh, what do you say? He goes, I uh, don't have any odds on him, though. So I'm going to okay. have to double check some of these as he starts ripping them out. Okay. All right. Winners and losers of week 10. For, I'll start with a winner. Okay. I'm going to say. Mike Vrabel for covering another another spread. That's seven straight games that the Titans have covered the spread. Just just great. Just great. Good for you, Mike Vrabel. I know it was against the Broncos, but still covering that spread seven times in a row. Gamblers rejoice for you. So thank you, Mike Vrabel. Mm. My winner from last last week is going to be uh, people like me who didn't have any money to invest in crypto over the past couple of years because all I see is just bad yeah. things going on out there, man. Cash position is king. So if, if you need that, looking for that 0. 0.02 interest on that on that cash, mm-hmm. all I know yeah. is that ain't going down. No, sir. That's my winner. All right, loser, loser. I got... Actually, you start with your loser. Dak Prescott. I'm going to go back to football. He, he stinks. <laughs> <laughs> he he stinks, dude. Um, that's really it. He, he's not good. Uh, at one point, we looked at that guy as a top ten quarterback. Gave him a lot of time to kind of you know get back to that form because of his injury. Um, he's got cement feet. He's not. A, he's a pocket passer who's just not accurate. So <laughs> doesn't see the field very well. Uh, I think uh, any success he had in the past was really a, a result of having C.D. Lamb and also uh, what's his name Cooper on the outside with a you know. A somewhat good running game in O line, um, but without that, we're seeing that he is very, very mediocre. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna say for my loser, anybody who left the Bills game early or turned it off in the fourth oh. quarter and overtime. Okay, that was that was a great game. It was very entertaining. And you know, I'm also gonna say loser is Justin Herbert. 
not because he's a loser, just because it seems like every skill position guy that touches around him goes out. It's getting ridiculous. Okay. No Everett, okay. no Keenan Allen, no Mike Williams. Get the guy some help. Get the guy Please some help. Get some help. Get some help. All right, so I won my game of the week with the Chargers. Foley won his game of the year with the mm-hmm. Packers. They got it done mm-hmm. in Lambeau like he said they would. So congrats mm-hmm. to you. Applause. Biggest bet of my life, by the way. Game of the year. It wasn't easy either. They made you work no, for no, it. No, 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 no. I was uh, I was going to be very quiet. I, I don't know if you could tell. I was very quiet. <laughs> All were, of a sudden, yeah. we start, we, we're going to come back. And I'm like, oh, game of the year, brother. Never in doubt. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Packers still stink, though. We'll talk about that, though. Well, you know, let's get right into it, huh? Because they are Thursday night. They are home against the Titans. They are laying three. The total is 41. Yeah, so uh, it opened two and a half. And at that point, I was intrigued with Green Bay. But however, since then, it's now three. I still think the Green Bay offense stinks, and I still think the defense stinks. So let's not get it twisted. Last week it was all about pride, man. I told you throw out, throw throw out, throw last week out when looking at this Green Bay team uh, on the short week now after a very very emotional win. I mean, I haven't seen emotion from Rodgers like that in years. Um, you know, everything's good and grand. It's so great um, going up against you know the number one run defense now this week on a short week. Uh, they're going to have to attack through the air. And, you know, Vrabel just keeps grinding out wins. So I would lean, I think, Tennessee here. However, I'm not allowed to bet Thursday night anymore. So um, I would I would lean Tennessee in the under here just because I, I think um, it's going to be a ground and pound game. So give me Tennessee in that aspect. Yeah, I would I would lean the same way as you. But I, I really like the under. I'm probably going to take it. It's that, yeah, the Packers. Packers offense those are good. I think Christian Watson was hurt again. I don't even know if Lazard's going to play. You should probably look at that before. But, yeah, it, both these teams are sputtering on offense, but Titans are playing very well defensively. They just had that one breakdown against the Broncos. And then yeah, the, the the Cowboys just seem to lose Christian Watson. I mean, I, would, I still wouldn't say that the Packers' offense is, is clicking on all cylinders. And maybe it is, honestly, and that's just what it is. So, I like the under here. Let me just look at Christian Watson real quick. Let's see what he's doing. But, um, I yeah, I, this is this is another ground ground and pound run the ball. I think we'll see who actually tries to open it up a little bit. Right. And I don't think either of them really can. So, let's see. Christian Watson is expected to play actually, but I don't. I really don't. That doesn't scare me. So I'm probably gonna take the under here. Yeah, uh, it was. I feel like last week was more about Dallas getting conservative and Green Bay with the momentum at home in that prime time slot, really, you know, storming back. I offense, you know, looking at the EPA, still hasn't done anything well for the most part. And um, to to point out your under, also, I mean, Tennessee offensively has never has not once besides maybe week two shown anything offensively. So the only issue is Green Bay's run defense is one of the worst in the league, and obviously King Henry. Uh, so, and it looked like Pollard was gashing, um, you know, eight to 10 yards of carry when I, when I He's tuned in finally good. at halftime, um, you know, if it wasn't for that one holding call on second down, um, second and long, I think uh, maybe we get a different outcome, but uh, yeah. So, you know, there's a clear path here for Tennessee, but these Thursday night games, man, I, I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> I'm moving out. We got we got the Ravens hosting the Panthers. The Ravens are laying 13 or 12 and a half. 
and the total is 41 and a half. This is an ugly one. Baker Mayfield back as quarterback for the Panthers. The Panthers are 6-25 and 25 when their opponent scores 17 points or more against the spread, so that's crazy. They're very bad on the road. It just seems like a lot for a Baltimore team that doesn't seem to put teams away, especially in the second half so far. Bateman's out. Let's see if Andrews is coming back. I don't know how healthy he was, but yeah, I don't want anything to do with this game. I have no plays here. Yeah, me neither. Uh, Baltimore off the bye. Um, I, I can only imagine Harbaugh's numbers. Um, you typically have those trends. I don't know if you have that one up, but I feel like Harbaugh off the bye has to be solid. And um, they don't have his. They don't have that. Okay. Um, Baltimore getting a lot healthier on D. Uh, Mark Andrews should be back. Uh, we know Baltimore in previous years likes to smack down in these spots. Uh. I'm not looking to get involved here. I, I think there's big blowout potential here, but at the same time, I, I'm not rushing to lay double-digit uh, points right now. Yeah, actually, Lamar Jackson is off extended rest, so eight days or more. He is 7-2 and two against the spread. Okay. So, yeah, very good numbers. And, I mean, you know, I'm looking at the three weeks or three or four weeks Baker was QB, and it was horrific. So uh, Baltimore, do you get healthier? I think the spread's warranted at 13 right now. Um, big smackdown spot, but mm, no thanks. Baker Baker is 10 and 20 against the spread when facing a team above 500. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, everything points to the Ravens. I just, I, I don't know. Maybe Baker gets the team playing a little harder than because he's coming back the second time around now. I don't know. He's fucking headbutting everybody, so maybe they actually like him again. I don't know. Right. Well, I mean, what was the what was the path to victory last week? It was Mariota was horrible, and they just ran the ball over all over that putrid um, run defense. Yeah. So Carolina's not, you know, don't think they're going to be have that that type of success on the ground. So I would assume they have to throw the ball more, which is where they just absolutely struggle this year. So once again, as you can tell, I lean Baltimore here, but nothing for me. All right, nothing for me as well. Now we go to the frozen tundra of New Era Field, Orchard Park. It's supposed to be, I don't know if you saw the forecast, yes. upwards of, I think, almost three, a little under three feet of snow, possibly, for the Bills. They are laying seven and a half against the Browns. The total is 41 and a half. I'll start. I'm on, I took Cleveland. Um, so what do we got right now? Give me the, give me the eight, eight and a half I'm seeing. Uh, I'll take the eight and a half. I I personally took nine or ten earlier in the week. Um, Jeez, but, really? It's coming down that much? Yeah, it started. It was it started open nine and a half, went to ten, and then once the snow stuff came out, it's coming down now. Yeah, I got um, seven and a half, but it's plus a hundred, so yeah, eight and a half is fine. Cleveland can run the ball. Um, that's all they're going to try to do. It's going to be a sloppy ground and pound game. Um, and then the other end, I just think that. The reason I didn't go take the under because it was actually forty seven when I first found this out, and I wish I did in hindsight. Mm-hmm. But Cleveland can run the ball and snow. When I first saw the, the the forecast, it was snow. I didn't see anything about the the wind, which now it's I see it's going to be really bad. Um, wind has more effect than snow, and I feel like Buffalo, if they're going to go ground and pound, that's going to be on Josh Allen's back. There's going to be a lot of these, you know, RPOs and you know, kind of QB uh, draw up uh, QB they can't power run the ball with running backs. Right, so it's going to be a lot of Allen. I think he's going to be hard to take down in space, and that Cleveland defense is very soft. Those DBs do not want to tackle. We know that. So I see both teams being able to to move the ball here. Um, however, the spread is too high. I think Buffalo wins by a touchdown. I'm also going to tease Buffalo, weirdly enough. 
Um, because I do think they get the win. So I'll tease Buffalo and I'm gonna be taking Cleveland straight up getting eight and a half here in the snowball. Yeah, I like that. I like that Cleveland pick. I'm gonna ride that with you. I, I agree. They with... may move the game uh to a dome. I don't know if you saw that. No. Um yeah, well, I saw that happens some... off that, but <laughs> well, yeah, they, they bets would be canceled if that happens yeah. because obviously it changes everything. But uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. The Browns can run the ball, the Bills can't run the ball. So give me give me the team that can run the ball. They 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 just can't do it. They're up two scores against the Vikings. They're, they ran two run plays. It's like in the in the fourth quarter. It's like that's ridiculous. That's not how you win games, especially in the playoffs. Gotta be able to run the rock, pound the rock. And uh yeah, so I, I like Cleveland there. I also think the over would be fun to take, but because you're right, snow doesn't do much. A lot of those snow games you see the over hit because defenders are slipping right. and and exactly because receivers know what they're gonna do, defenders don't and they slip and then yeah. But uh, I the guess we'll see what the win there. The big the biggest effect to your point is DNs and CBs. Because yeah. DNs gotta gotta take those sharp angles and you can't do that in snow, and the, the DBs have to react and, and you know they're slipping. So um for sure. All right, so we're both riding that. Next up, we got the Eagles, the no longer undefeated Eagles. They are on the road against Jeff Saturday, 1-0, undefeated coach of the Colts. Colts are taking six and a half, and the total is 43 and a half. Yeah, so I think this comes down to will the Colts be able to run on the Eagles? Um We've seen now back-to-back weeks from Houston and Washington that without uh, Jordan Davis, you can run on this Philly team. Yes. And uh, you can burn the clock, this and that. And obviously, Jonathan Taylor, Colts, you think, oh, man, they were able to run the ball very well last week against Vegas. Um, If they can do so again, we got a game here once again. However, opened at eight. It's down to six and a half. I'm tempted to take Philly here. I think it ends up at seven. Um, I think they... The, the issue is Gannon, right? He he doesn't he doesn't throw complex schemes at you. He simply relies on his guys to win at the line. Doesn't like blitzing much, um, and he relies on his corners to do enough. Uh, that's great when guys are winning in their bat one on one battles, but when they're not, like like last night or two nights ago, it it doesn't go very well. And he doesn't seem to really mix things up. Uh, I think we are not. Well, far off from when we were bashing the Colts for uh, hiring Jeff Saturday and praising the Eagles for what they were. Matt Ryan is now back under center. Uh-huh. Give me the give me the Eagles minus six and a half here. Okay, I was gonna take I'm gonna take the Eagles too, but <laughs> this is jeez. <laughs> uh, um, Matt Ryan, like, yeah, he's back under center. He still sucks against teams that are above 500. He's two seven and one against the spread. His last ten starts against them. Philly's, Philly's, you know, they did definitely get exposed, and they're going to try to run Jonathan Taylor down their throats. But you would think probably defensively you're just going to – I mean, ever, no one besides Pittman is scaring anybody on, on that Eagles secondary. So just stack the box, put pre- put pressure on Matt Ryan. He can't scramble even though he had a 39-yard run. And, yeah, I mean, I know it's the home opener for, for Jeff Saturday, but <clears throat> I think the Eagles were under some pressure – with that undefeated record now, they should be all right. And yeah, I, I think they roll here. So I'm on six and a half as well. AJ Brown rolled his ankle, so he was barely involved in the second half. He's fine. He was practicing. So I think we should be good there. All right. Love it. Now we got now we got the big AFC East matchup. Jets, Patriots. Patriots are at home in Foxborough. They are <clears throat> laying three and a half. The total is 38 and a half. Let's go, Jets. 
Biggest biggest game for the Jets in quite some time. And I am not touching anything in this game. I'm going to tell you why. Zach Wilson just can't seem to figure out Belichick, or Belichick's completely figured out Zach Wilson. I am not rushing it. I like the three and a half, but I am not rushing at all to take, especially off an extra week of rest for Belichick. I'm not rushing at all to take Zach Wilson over him. And I don't like the Patriots offense either, especially against the Jets defense and Patricia and Mac Jones. So I would lean under, but I'm not touching any side here. And it this I feel like this is gonna be an ugly game. What I what I say last time these guys played, I said I will continue to bet New England until mm-hmm. one of these young Jets quarterbacks can do anything. Um it worked out last time at minus two and a half in New England or at Jets. Now they're minus three in New England. Give me New England. Um don't overthink it. Both teams are gonna want to ground the ground and pound the fuck out of this ball. The only team that I see possibly getting cute with it is the Jets, and that's not good. Um, that opens up the door for a blowout. If both teams ground and pound, I could see the Jets sliding within that three. I'm I'm seeing a three, I'm seeing three and a half. Three and a half for the Jets could could get home. Um, if both teams decide to just run the fuck out of the ball, which they should. Um, Mac, you know, New England off the bye. I think Mac Jones now with a few more weeks to kind of Get back into it. Uh, I just unfortunately think at, at three, I got I got to take New England. Yeah, I don't, I don't hate it. I, don't I won't it. buy into the Jets until until you know they do they do this. I feel you. I I, I won't either, especially against Belichick. <clears throat> Moving on, uh, the Houston Texans are hosting the Commanders. Texans are taking three and a half, and this total is forty and a half. A lot of low totals so far. Mm-hmm. Do you have anything in this game? So, I like Washington, but it, this seems so square to me. It it, it seems it, yep. something doesn't make sense because you can run all over this Houston D. We watched, we've known that, and we've seen that now for week after week after week. Uh, we saw Washington execute that type of game plan against a much better defense, and, and you know that Washington D has come around. They're playing, man. They are flat out just playing football right now, and. You know, maybe it's an emotional win and there's a letdown spot. It's the only thing I can think of. Um, That's what I was thinking. So second straight game on the road. But I mean, I'm seeing a three out there. Are you still seeing threes? I, I have three, three and a half. FanDuel's doing this weird thing where it's like three and a half is like minus one twenty. So minus one ten would be three, I would believe. Oh, 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 plus three and a half is minus one twenty. Oh yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah. Um, fuck, dude. I'll circle back to that one. I, I don't know. Something. I feel like I'm missing something there. Yeah, I don't want to overrate. Well, I think he's four zero like... against the spread in his last four starts. He's eight two and one against the spread in his last eleven starts. Like, hmm. I, <laughs> I I don't know either. It seems fishy to me, which is why I think I'm going to stay away from it. But. Maybe a live line if if the Texans go up early. I mean, Terry McLaurin is, like is ready to go again. Carson Wentz made Terry mm-hmm. McLaurin seem a lot worse than he actually is. Fair enough. I will say, too. Heineke to throw a pick was, was absolute cash, by the way. It was minus 190, so I can't take too much credit for it. But uh, we talked about that on the pod last week, that it was destined to throw a pick against that defense. Yes. 
Uh, the unders for the commanders are six and one in the last seven games as well, with the over going over last week. So, okay, it's a little something to think about here. Another barn burner here, another huge total. We got the Saints hosting the Rams. The Rams are dead, dead in the water. Cooper cups out, high ankle sprain. He's had surgery on it. Saints are minus three and a half at home, and the total is again 38 and a half. Another one under 40. This is ugly. This is very ugly. I love the Saints here. I got to be honest. What is Can this? We, what does this spread say though? Is, is this this is minus Stafford or oh, is this? Uh, I don't know. It doesn't say. They haven't announced anything. Like, do you think this goes? Is this assuming Wolford? Is this assuming Stafford? Is this a cup thing? Because New Orleans laying this type of number is, is. I would assume it's a cup thing. Okay, he's important, obviously, but yeah, that, that's why. That's why I like the Saints here. Andy Dalton start again. Saints need a win, bad man. They're home. The Rams just look. The Rams look awful. That the season's done. The Super Bowl hangover's real. Everybody's hurt. The offense looked bad with Cooper Cup. It's only going to look worse without him, even if Stafford comes back. They can't block. They can't run the ball. Saints need a win. Saints are the healthier of the team somehow. So give me the Saints here. Yeah, it's it's hard to argue that. I um, I'm not getting involved. I, I genuinely i I teased the Saints on Sunday after they got to plus one. I took them to seven and a half. My God, man, just a pathetic showing. It was um, pathetic. <laughs> absolutely pathetic. Uh, so I'm not rushing to bet them. I'm not rushing to bet the uh, Rams. So uh, Wolford with cup out got Allen Robinson more involved. So I'd be curious to see what his prop gets rolled out as just by strictly volume, right? Mm-hmm. Um, because, you know, the one thing you can do on this Saints team is throw the ball. So I'd be curious. I- I'll keep an eye on that. All right, moving on. We got the Giants hosting the Lions. Giants are laying three. This total is 44 and a half. So here's the thing. Giants were just laying what? They were just five laying and five and a half against Houston yeah. at home. Detroit comes to town, and they're laying three. I thought it was three and a half. It's down to three. Yeah, it's down to three. You're right. Okay, that makes more sense. Um I was going to say that three and a half to five and a half range is kind of a dead zone. So it's kind of, you know what I mean? I thought maybe there's some value on um, on the Detroit Lions. But at flat three, I'll probably stay away from now. Yeah. Um, it's, uh, you know, Goff, though, going into cold weather, right? I, I know he played well against Chicago, but that Giants D should do it, should do a lot more than what better. Chicago does. Yeah. Yeah. So at flat three, I, I'm intrigued with G Men here, to be honest. Yeah, I was just, I'm, I'm just thinking against the Texans. I mean, if Davis Mills just looks so bad when they got over midfield, like, yeah. Now, Goff could do the same thing, you know? He's not, right. And I wouldn't say weather. he's much of an upgrade in colder weather. It's, it's going to be cold, but uh, I uh, I don't know. I keep writing these Giants off and they keep winning. Man, they have an easy schedule, though. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's insane. The, the entire division, though. Hosting the, the Lions and the Texans in back-to-back weeks, that's insane, but must be nice. it must be nice. But, um, yeah, I, I got nothing here. I got nothing for a total. I got nothing for a side. It's yeah. I would lean under, though. I would. I like unders. I don't know. Both teams want to run the ball to a certain extent. How about DeAndre Swift just becoming a third down back? It's so bad, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Trust me. I, I'm one of my fantasy teams. 
it's uh it's brutal. I, I would actually lean over here. It's really just the golf thing. Um, I might be overreacting to how well he did last week, but uh, I just see points, man. You know, Detroit total getting below forty, you know, forty eight at this yeah. point, right? Maybe maybe simplify it. The last two were bad over. though. Yeah, I think that's why it's like that. Obviously, they hit it easily against the the Bears, but. It's really about the red zone. If they can convert in the red zone, they're fine. Yeah. Yeah. I'm on Rob great again, so it's a good sleep. All right, last last one o'clock slate game. We got the Falcons hosting the Bears. Falcons off a little extended rest from the Thursday night game. So they are laying three. The total is 49 and a half. Big number here. Falcons. Um by by the overreaction to the short week game, the short week loss to uh, Carolina, uh, Falcons are on the road. They're now going up against another extremely easy, uh, you know, soft defense in Chicago. I do expect uh, Chicago to move the ball, you know, fairly easy as well. Um, but I'm gonna take Atlanta here. I think um, at three, it's um, worst case scenario push here. I think they get the win at home here, and uh, we watched Chicago not able to win a game that. They should have won easily. Uh, so I'm gonna I'm gonna take Atlanta here minus the three. Yeah, I like that play. Uh, I think I'm gonna take the over here over four nine and a half. Uh, I like these overs with the Bears lately, so I think I'm gonna take that. It's hard a lot of points. Let up a lot of points. All right, on to the four o'clock slate. This is what we pay to see. The Broncos are hosting the Raiders. The Broncos are favored in this game by two and a half. The total's 41 and a half. Talk me out of the Broncos here. Yeah. Uh, Judy Hurt, they lost another old lineman. And anytime you think Russell Wilson is at his worst, he manages to be worse the next week. So um, I thought about it. I was in the same boat. Um, I'm just going to stay away. But I, I, I hear you. I hear you. I, I just think the Raven, the Raiders are dead. They're dead, dead, dead. They so is Denver, so though. Dude. I know you're right. You're so right. You're so right. <laughs> you could say that. But at least like Vegas offense, like you can is if Waller and Renfro's out, then yes, Waller's out. He's on IR. Okay, so then what about Renfro? I don't know. So I, I feel you there. Yeah, it feels like if you, if they could just pull one out, but my God, I might just tease the Vegas up because the thought of Denver beating anyone by two touchdowns or or you know what I mean is just yeah absurd. I, I, yeah, I might take this under. Five straight Broncos games have gone under. Eight of the past nine. I mean, ugh. you can't at see these point, teams scoring much. At what point does that defense quit, man? I have no, yeah I, yeah <laughs> like. They haven't though over the past like three years. Like they yeah. dealt with this shit week after week, and there there has not been a defensive unit who has more field time than that unit right there over yeah. the past five years, dude. If it, I saw if the Broncos scored like eighteen points per game, I think they're like seven and two. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's insane. Dude, Russell, it's horrible. If Judy doesn't play, um, give me uh, Vegas as the other end of that teaser with Buffalo. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to stay away for the time being. <laughs> All right. <laughs> That's the palate cleanser for this game. Cowboys are at the Vikings here. The Vikings, after taking out the Bills, are a home dog right now. They are taking one and a half, and this total is at 47 and a half. I don't know how you don't take Kirk Cousins. I know it's not at one o'clock. It's a home game yeah. still. Cowboys just got punched in the dick at Lambeau. You're right. Dak looks awful. 
a defense that was vaunted, let up 31 to a Packers team that hadn't scored more than 20 points in like forever. Why do teams go into that soft shell when they're up? I, I'll never get it. The, the Vikings did it against the Bills too. It was 37 seconds left. The Bills almost scored a fucking touchdown. They're at the 10-yard line. It's like, it's just, they're inside the 10-yard line. Why do teams do this? Just play defense the way you are. If you get beat over the top, you get beat over the top. I agree. I agree. This game, you know how uh, Cowboys win this? It's uh pass rush. They didn't have it last week. Yeah. Uh, end of the game. It was nowhere to be found. Um, if they get pressure on Kirk Cousins in this big primetime time type of game, we talked about the 425. It's more primetime than people think. Um, if they get pass rush, he will crumble. That defense will force turnovers. Uh, Minnesota defense is nothing to, you know, to write home to your parents about. Uh, so with that said, you know, I lean Minnesota with you. I really do. I, I want to take them. I want to ride it. Uh, it feels like one of those games where, you know, Jefferson once again, just goes crazy on that, that, uh, that Fox broadcast. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna have to that Minnesota defense still had I know they they put up a lot of points last week and, and they you know they had a comeback of their own, but you know, it took some miraculous plays. Yes. Yes. <laughs> like yeah. talk about miraculous type of plays. Uh a, a banged up Josh Allen, you know. So I don't know. I'm with you. I, I lean that way, but and I want to take it come 425 on Sunday. I will be on something here, and I can't see it being Dallas, but you know, it it. It's hard for me to get there with Minnesota right now. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. I'm also looking at the over here. Mm-hmm. I just, you're right. If that pass rush gets through, it could be a long day for the Vikings. Yeah, that's all it is. That That's how everything goes to shit. If they don't, it's Vikings. I yeah. think that's the only thing. But, you know, but they, they, they weren't they there last week. Back. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? It's hard. They're getting shut out back-to-back weeks. Yep. All right, I'm going to stay away from now, then. That's all. That's all. All right, moving on. We got Bengals are at Pittsburgh. Bengals are laying four and a half on the road. This total is at 41 or 40 and a half, depending on what number. I'm going to let you start here. I'm curious what you think. I love the Steelers here. I love the Steelers plus four and a half here at home. Tom has got a great record as a home underdog in his career. 16 and three against the spread. He's... 5-0-2 oh, against the spread as a home dog versus his division. Give me the Steelers here. Coming off uh, a bye, I believe, so they got rest. Bengals are coming off a bye, too. Still no Jamar Chase. Bengals' offense looks a little weird without it. I think the TJ Watt's back. So give me give me the Steelers here at home against the division rival. That crowd's always going to be up for it. They're going to play Renegade in the fourth quarter. I'm going to go nuts, and they're going to cover here. I don't know if they win, but they're going to cover. <laughs> um, Steelers are not up a bye. They beat they beat uh, the Saints last week, but since he is up a bye. Um, but um, regardless, yeah, with TJ Watt back, that defense is just a different animal. Um, Chase, I don't believe, is playing. So I, still I, I also lean Pittsburgh with you. I don't see how... You know, maybe people are buying into that uh, Cincy performance right before uh, the buy. Most likely, where they, you know, I think they had one of the most, probably the best performance of that week. I mean, yeah, but that was I the Panthers. Be, yeah, I, no, exactly. I, I agree. I um, I lean Pittsburgh here. Hell, I'll take Pittsburgh with you. Let's go. Let's I'll take go. it. All right, we're both on that. 
All right, Sunday Night Football. We got the Chargers again on Sunday Night Football. This time they're home against the Chiefs. This line is at five and a half, plus five and a half for the Chargers, and this total is at 50 and a half. I'll let you start here. The line opened seven, and I like Chargers. Very similar to that game last week, right? Yep. Um, I ended up betting the Jags plus 10, thinking they could slide in that number. Uh, they didn't. They pushed. I, I might have been lucky for, with that. Yeah, I was at nine. But it um, this game's got me torn because a lot comes down to the the weapons for the Chargers. Because yep. if they play, you know, you could talk me into taking the points. But if not, prime time game, Mahomes. But I feel like they don't do well in prime time. Um. Let's see. Four and one last five Sunday Night Football starts. Um, Give me Mahomes. Give me Mahomes. Give me Mahomes. Keep it simple. What are we doing here? Keep it simple. Banged up Chargers team. Uh, The one thing you want to do against the Chiefs is run the ball on them. Chargers can't run for shit. Um, I've been saying for years, Eckler is not a real running back, but no one wanted to listen to me. Oh, my fantasy team. Um, Not a real running back. He can't win with with a running back like that, in my opinion, long term. And... um, Kansas City now laying five and a half. I'm seeing uh, they they get the job done by six or more. Um, when people are going against Mahomes and Andy Reid, you ride with them. Leave yeah, I, li- I like the Chiefs too. The Chargers' defense was on the field for the entire second half against the Niners last week. The entire second half, they were completely beat up. They were down two or three defensive linemen. They had three defensive linemen healthy, so everything was a three. Uh, a three defensive lineman set. It, they just got absolutely gashed. They're going to be exhausted. Also, here here's some very telling stats about Herbert in the second half. He's one and eight against the second half spread in prime time in his career. In 2022, he's two and seven against the spread in the second half. In his career, second half spread, he is eleven and twenty eight. He is awful he's, in the second half. He's got to still be banged up, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. So I am going to be look. I'm going to be on the Chiefs with you, and I'm going to be looking to play that second half line because that is that is so telling, and that is a huge sample size right now. Something to point out they they've been doing. I'm looking up the the stats against for tight ends. They've done a pretty good job of, of holding tight ends in check this year. Um, you know, obviously talking Kelsey, he went for five for 51, no TDs last game. So um, throwing James also, there. Juju, what's up with him? I don't know. Tony looks pretty good though, even if Juju doesn't go. Yeah, yeah, he does. After hit NFL officials must improve. Sit out cheese practice. Yeah, he didn't practice okay, so actually, day. hold on, hold on, timeout. No Valdez Scantling, no Smith Schuster. Oh, Valdez Scantling's out? Yeah. What did he do? You know, you know him. He's jealous when he sees someone else hurt. <laughs> Illness. Hardman's out too. Oh. Maybe that's why this line's this way. Yeah, well, I might be taking this under here. <laughs> so maybe the total seems too high. Yeah, 50 and a half. Yeah. Keenan Allen's back. Did he do anything last week? He he wasn't in. Oh, he ended up not playing? No. Interesting. So Keenan Allen and Mike Williams did individual drills today. So Mike Williams is probably going to play. Huh. Hold on. Hold the phone here. Um... Uh, pause on that so one. he let's says i hope yeah let's yeah this is why we look at the injury report 
Keenan yeah, Allen says, I hope, when asked if he's going to play this week. Mike Williams did individual drills. I, I don't know how much you want to read into that. We'll know more Friday, probably. Okay. Got to be careful, though, because if they're ruled out and the Chiefs guys are in, that's going to shoot back to seven. Yeah. Um, so you know what? I'm going to take a shot, a little risk here. Give me give me Chiefs minus five and a half. Okay. I want it now. I want it right. right now. All right. We'll get that down for you. Get that down for you. All right. Last All right. game of the slate Monday night. Niners South are... of the border. South of the border. This is the Mexico City game, correct? Mm-hmm. This is the Niners are laying eight and a half. And mm-hmm. the total is 43 and a half. Do we have any word Could on be... Kyler? No. I believe it's Warzone probably just be... dropped. So yeah, it's gonna be McCoy, I believe. Uh, but and no word yet. better with him. <laughs> oh, Cole McCoy's day to day too. Who's next in line? Derek Anderson. Um. Anyways, give me San Fran and teaser with Minnesota. Yeah, uh, Minnesota's not gonna get blown out by Cowboys. Uh, San Fran's gonna get the win here in, in in Mexico. Although, now that I think about it, what's that field position? Uh, Oh, the condition. I don't know. You know, after seeing that um that game in oh Trace McSorley is the third show. Oh, that's right. That's who it is. Um, that's awesome, actually. Damn. Uh I'll still tease Niners, although be careful, you know, maybe that field field conditions no bueno. And it was um, bad in Germany, right? Yeah, and that could be tough when you know you're trying to do the run game and all that, all of that jazz. But um, you know, I'll take a shot at it. Give me San Fran to win the game and give me the Vikings to keep it within you know a touchdown. Yeah, like that. I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna tease the Niners as well with something. I'll find something else. Um, what else did I like? I'm gonna tease the Niners with the, the uh, under in the Raiders Broncos. That's what we're gonna do. Yeah, let's do that. All right, so that is the slate. Let's uh, let's get our guest in here, fellas. There he is. I'm coming in, coming in good. Yeah, oh, yeah. Now we just we just got through the slate here. Um, love the fact that you're using Meg Zoom account. Don't want to. Hold on, uh, hold on. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> I got I got the whiskey over here. C Max drinking that uh, Nyquil. Yeah, bro, I got that right here. That purple drink. Yes, sir. <laughs> So, um, did you guys get started yet, or what? Yeah, yeah, we've 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 made our way through it. Did, did some uh, quick picks here and there, but um, this is what it's all about right here. This is the money maker. We got five picks each. We're gonna go uh, snake draft style. Um, you know, at one point, C Mac, I think when we started this contest, it was all sides and totals. We have now gotten to. I think one guy gave us a college teaser. Uh, we do player <laughs> props now. <laughs> we do teasers. One guy gave us a water polo pick one time. So it's uh, your player prop guy. I told C Mac that. So I'm I'm interested to see here because if you come out straight out of the gate with like Jefferson props, uh, you know Derrick Henry props, I would be a little disappointed. I want I want you want you want me something dark. I want some something in the weeds. Uh, the money's in the crumbs. So <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Putting the pressure on. I got a couple for you specifically. Okay. Do I have to like introduce myself or anything? Or just, yeah, like... go for it. The floor is yours. <laughs> Me and no, like ourselves. Yeah, yeah, go for it. Uh, all right. I don't know what's <laughs> going to be part of the recording, but uh, my name's oh, Alex. Uh, I also know Brian from like East Boston, uh, got him into dynasty football, which is, uh, where I started, um, 
some players in, in a lot of my leagues know me as a prospect whore because I love just gathering all the rookies. Uh, my first love was actually baseball. Uh, so Brian and I go way back on uh, baseball analytics. Uh, but I've been playing dynasty football for about uh, 10 years now and just recently got into uh, player props because uh, Brian just does so well in, in his plates. Uh, <laughs> he really got me into it. So, C-Mac, do you, have, are, are you aware of the underdog thing? Like the underdog pick the players? I was going to talk about that. No. Fucking sports books haven't updated. Yeah, so underdog, I've seen it on social media, but I, I don't I don't have access to any of it. But it's almost like, so Alex, is it is it strictly like parlays, but they let you... I really don't so at, at minimum, the underdog app is an app that first started doing best ball fantasy. So instead of doing like redraft or dynasty where you like draft your players and you have to adjust your lineup every week, best ball is just like you do one draft and then it automatically gives you the best lineup that you have every week. And then at the end of the season, uh, the winner gets paid out in full. Okay. So they recently diversified into doing these player props. Uh, and what's cool about Underdog is that the player props get released like sometimes a week before. Uh, so as I'm looking at like the player props for this weekend, like I was able to gather some on like Tuesday, whereas your guys' books probably only those get released like Saturday or Friday. Right. At the yep. earliest. So, so now, and then how does it work? So you have to pick four because I've seen it online, but you have to pick four guys and you have to hit all four and it's like a, a set payout. Uh, so at minimum you have for, I placed one today, actually just a de- degenerate. Um, but at minimum, I think you have to place uh, three bets or two bets and they have to be like on opposite teams. Okay. They can't be correlated. And it's only, yeah, because I think your your book has something like yeah. that too, where like you can't do uh, multiple bets in the same game. Uh, but it's only um, higher or lower. That's how like their betting structure works. There's no like odds or anything like that, like minus 125 or plus oh, okay. 130. Uh, so it's just, you say like higher or lower. So some of the bets that I have tonight for you guys are going to be that exactly like. Perfect higher on this amount or lower on this amount okay all righty well let's get into it c-mac uh it's his flu game if you can't tell he's he's in the dark room hacking along over there um alex we're gonna let you go first here um i'm excited to see where you go here as i go pour another glass uh do you guys want to focus on tonight or just the whole weekend um so just give us your top five it, it it we usually do it could be like thursday night or then sunday or monday even um but are, you, are you guys big thursday night guys like i know that brian and i text on thursday nights last minute bets but do you yeah, look into that connor or what i i don't really we're so bad at thursday night me, me and brian that it's like we say we're shaking we, my head we just, was, it's just thursday get thursday it, night i can't we, win we get can't win Thursday. Monday nights, though, I feel like we win Mondays. Thursdays, uh, I feel like the Thursdays, the wild, wild west. Something's something's up with like these teams on the short week where it's just it's just mayhem. Yeah, but no, you could do a whole weekend. So okay, do you guys have any for tonight or not really? 
uh, assuming you mean tomorrow. Uh, no, I won't let myself tomorrow, bet it anymore. Yeah. I mean, I will, like you said, we, I will, will, but no, I, not not for the podcast. Yeah, I got nothing either for no. yeah. not the official record. Yeah, exactly. So, so I mean, if you, I'll start off. I'll start off with uh, a prospect or favorite, Justin Fields. Guy uh-huh. is on fire right now. And underdog, the boys over there, have his total yard overage at 254.5. So I'm feeling the over there, and I actually took it today in a parlay. The reason why I feel the over is looking at that last game on Thursday night, I know it was bad weather, but the Carolina Panthers and Atlanta game, like P.J. Walker seemed to do whatever he wanted um, in that game. And obviously Justin Fields is – levels above that guy um and he's i mean i think he's ran for over 100 yards in a couple straight games and i just feel like you give him 50 yards running at least and 200 yards passing like it's money in the bank so i think versus a a vulnerable atlanta secondary uh give me that all day fair enough c-mac any right, thoughts I'm, on that, or you want to go in your first? Yeah, break? no, I like. I mean, I like that. Uh, he's our whole offense right now. So <laughs> he's he's you he's know Lamar Jackson. Yeah, you know what's surprising though is the Chase Claypool effect. Like, what do you guys think about that trade and and how they traded for him and how he's looked so far? He can block, right? <laughs> I, I guess, <laughs> I'm not even yeah. joking. I, I, he's he's a big bodied receiver who um you know he has a threat of going out for passes but when they do want fields to run i mean that guy's a tight end playing receiver does that open the field for like darnell mooney or cole Komet? um it seems like Komet was getting open more yeah Komet, but he seems almost like it's almost like they feel figured out how to use him in the red zone more than anything i feel like he's very touchdown heavy right now i could be so wrong i feel like i was looking at him uh, well, the reason why is because last year he didn't get one tutty, and now right. he has three. Who's calling the plays over there in Chicago? Oh, geez, I have no idea. Because they hired, the, we all kind of bashed that offensive coordinator, the the not the offensive coordinator, the head coach Nagy. No, not even Nagy. Getsky. Um, yeah, Luke Getsky. yeah. Who's no? But who's the head coach now too? Oh, the, um, the Colts guy, Matt Eberflus. Yes, yes. Yep. So he was like, I'm saying that right. He was the Colts DC, and we were all like, oh, well, that Fields is ruined. There's no chance he does well. But I mean, all you got to do is bring in like a good OC. I don't know who the fuck Getsy is, but I mean, he was the passing, it says he's the pass game coordinator, passing game coordinator for Green Bay last year. So, you know, from I guess that LaFleur Shanahan tree. Yeah. So, so, I mean, you know, I mean, he's using him as Lamar Jackson, which is the best thing you can do with a guy like that. So, I mean, I'm all for it. So, I, I, I like the pick. And Atlanta has probably the worst defense in the league. Definitely one of them. Yeah. Definitely one of them. All right. I'm going to go uh, Pittsburgh four and a half here for my first pick. Um, I said earlier, I just like Tomlin as a home underdog, especially in the divisional game. And TJ Watts back. So, I think they, I think they keep that close there. At least with what kind of game script do you think that's going to be? Um, muddy it up as much as you can. Ben, don't break. Maybe get Pickens involved, and they—I mean—they look pretty good passing the ball last week. But man, was, I was ask, Harris looks awful. He's horrible, and I loved him out of college. Well, Kenny Pickett, I like him. 
Kenny two gloves. I'm I'm taking the opposite there. I got Kenny Pickett under two forty or something. Oh, oh okay. Let me put that bad boy down. C Max, C Max, sound the alarm. I so, I think I think it's just um they obviously know how to shut down Nashi right now because he's yes. got two sim- cinder blocks on his feet. <laughs> and sure. they know that his preferred target is George Pickens. And like th- we've seen some flashes of George Pickens, but he's been pretty inconsistent overall. And not that this is a dynasty podcast, but I would probably sell high on George Pickens if I had him because he's getting a ton of looks, a ton of, but he's not turning in those looks into like quality numbers. Um, and, but outside of that, like, where are you going? Pat Fryermuth? Like, I don't think he's going to put up a shit ton of yards. So that I took the under on picket this weekend. What I think it's going to be a tight game. Um, 240. Let me check. 243. It does seem high. It felt a little high to me, you know, like, I think he can get 220, something like that. A couple picks. Yeah. Yeah, I, I guess think he's lo- definitely got to pick him. I think how he loses that, right, is, is since he Burrow goes up ahead and then they're just throwing all game, um, just straight volume where he's still game stuck. script dependent for yeah, sure. Two, three picks in the red zone or something, but he's just getting the. Okay. All right. Well, you got I just skipped you. I just skipped you. Yeah. yeah so. so I'm looking, I'm scanning. I'm, I'm trying to think player prop wise, but I'm going to, I'm going to go to my bread and butter first and foremost. I'm going to take the Cleveland Browns um, plus the, what do we got? See, Mac, we got eight and a half here. I'm seeing. Yeah. Eight uh, and a half. Yeah, yeah. Give me the eight and a half. Um, three to six feet of snow. You know, we, we that's all I'm really going to keep it at. Uh, the snow, you're going to, they're going to feed Chubb. It's, 20 mile per hour winds consistently, they're saying, with gusts as high as 45 miles per hour. We got to see that Buffalo offense in a similar situation uh, last year against New England. Um, I don't think how many points they put up, maybe three to seven. It wasn't much, granted, a way better defense. Uh, I don't want to act like Cleveland's the same type of defense, but eight and a half is just too much. Um, I expect a lot of Allen designed runs, which will do well. But I also seen Chubb doing very well uh, over and over again. They just got to keep feeding him. Um, I don't even know why they use Hunt. I've been watching a lot of Cleveland Browns this year. Um, and Hunt doesn't really offer much outside of, you know, I know there's this whole like pass catching ability, but like it's really like the design passes to him or there's nothing creative with him. It's very strange. It's really much just, it's really more of a check down option where it feels like Brissett almost is like, okay, I have Hunt in here. I have that. And he's too quick to check down to him. Um, I would just have Chubb in the game. You know, once again, this is ignoring pass blocking, which um, I'm not going to act like I know who can pass block, who can't. But um, I, I just feed Chubb the rock like fucking 40 times, dude, and, and you'll cover eight and a half. Um, so that's where I'm at. How crushed did you and I get on Kareem Hunt before the trade yeah. deadline? Yeah. <laughs> <Me and> I, <laughs> that was a dagger. Me and Alex took the under thinking like they're not going to use him because they're going to trade him, and, and they have. I feel like when guys are so rumored to be traded, they just don't get traded. Yeah. Yeah, I but thought yeah. he was doing the same thing, and then they were like, oh, wait, here's Kareem Hunt. <laughs> Let's <laughs> showcase him. <laughs> Insane. But I, too many points there. Not um, on the betting topic, but when is Deshaun Watson supposed to come back? He's practicing now? Is that what it is? Yes, think- he's practicing. So it's after – I think it's after this week. Yeah, it's after no. this week. 
right? But they have a they have a buy, don't they? They have a buy. I no, think they, they just they just yeah, had yeah. the buy. No, oh, they just had the buy. I think it was eleven weeks, so he should be back week. So it's after this week, yeah. No, week thirteen because the buy doesn't count. Oh, really? Your suspended game. Your suspended games, not weeks. No, so, so I think he's week. back the eleventh week. So that would be no. next. That would be week twelve. No, thirteen. All right. Suspended suspended eleven games. They they've played ten. Yeah, you're right. No, no, no. They played they played nine. So you get right, so he's two more games. Right. Yeah. Hold on, let me see. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> hopefully we can look this up. <laughs> All right, see, so Matt, give your second pick while I figure out when to show. All right, uh, let me... <laughs> I'll go uh, the Bears. I'm going to piggyback off that Justin Fields total uh, over. I'm going to go the Bears. And the Falcons over 49 and a half. Two bad defenses, two offenses that run the ball, but can get down the field in a hurry if need be. So I'm going to take the over there. I think they both move the ball pretty well. I love that you bring that game up. I mean, the the whole Kyle Pitts situation there oh, is just <laughs> it's just every week too. It's like let's get him involved more. It's like, well, <laughs> We every week goes by and he's got two catches for like 30 yards. It's like, I don't know, man. Let me throw the ball a little bit. <laughs> I think Mariota looked dude. so bad last week. Yeah. yeah. Brian's a Brian is a Pitts hater. He 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 doesn't think he's a generational talent. No, I mean last year, right? He doesn't get in the end zone at all. Granted, you know, two bad quarterbacks, no doubt. But even like when you watch him, I I I get the whole Generational, generational talent thing, but when you watch him, he's long. He's he's caught in no man's land where he's he kind of looks like almost just a slower Chase Claypool. If we're being totally honest, it's it's like I think you can get so far athletic and agile for tight end where you get a little bit caught in no man's land where it's almost like you try to use him more as a receiver, but he's not quick enough against DBs. I do think there is a no man's land situation. Oh, he crushes the DBs. Why are you such a Greg Dolchich fan then? Same <laughs> player. He's just oh, playing he's got some shoulders on him. He looks like Dwight Howard out there. White Dwight Howard. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> he's got some shoulders same, on him. Same profile, right? Receiving tight end, not really going to block, although Atlanta's making him block. Like, same profile, and you're all about him for some reason, but you don't like Pitts. No, 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 no. It, it's just, I. I'm not all about Dulcich in a way that's like Pitts is looked at to be like a, a, a you know, this high end offensive weapon. I don't look at Dulcich like that. I just look at him as like a, a you know, a solid tight end in, in what I thought was going to be a decent offense, but it's fucking horrible. Um, I don't think Pitts is like, you know, the Michael Jordan of tight ends, which is what he people expect. That's all. Think Isaiah Simmons, where he that hybrid safety linebacker, where it's like you, you get caught where you're not big enough to play that, but you're not quick enough to play the other one. Um, but you're giving you're giving a preview into uh, one of my other bets. Okay, all right, I'm gonna give my second pick here, and I'm gonna go to. I'm gonna keep it simple. I'm gonna go to Philly. Philly minus six and a half. Um, you know, we we saw the game script uh, on you know two nights ago and how to beat them. It's running the ball. Uh, everyone's thinking Jonathan Taylor. You know they're going to run all over them, run the burn the clock, yada yada. Indy's run game is trash this year. They were solid last week, but I think that was against a Las Vegas defense and overall team that has given up. Besides Derek Carr, 
for the post game presser, <laughs> just absolutely bawling his <laughs> eyes out. And I kind of loved it, but I think, um, you know, you're getting a way different Philly defense who is going to make adjustments. They're back-to-back weeks now against Houston and against Washington. They got destroyed on the ground. They're going to change it up. They're going to cover up that hole, and they're going to make Matt Ryan beat them. He's horrible. Give me Philly in a bounce-back spot against a pretty weak NDD, uh, minus six and a half here. Recency the, bias, huh? On the rug. On the rug. Guy, guy sees the, the commanders run all over the Eagles, and now he's just... Well, no, no, no. I'm, I'm betting on the Eagles. So I'm saying that I think they bounce back to make adjustments. And don't forget, Indy's got a, uh, not Indy, I'm sorry. Uh, Philly's got a fast offense. They're on the rug this week. They're indoors. Wait and see what they do this week. So help me understand, though. You're saying that Indy's going to keep up with the Eagles. I'm saying the opposite. You're saying the opposite. Okay. Quite, quite, quite the opposite. I'm saying that I think the spread is, think, is reflecting that thought process. And I'm saying no. When they zig, I zag. <laughs> See, Mac, tell them about what was my game of the week? What was the game of the year Packers. last week? Packers plus five. And I said Easy. sprinkle the money line. I said sprinkle the money you line. Did, yep, you did. All right. You did. Third pick. For me? Yeah. I think I think this one's kind of a layup. Uh, but give me all the uh, Dalton Schultz on underdog over 43 and a half receiving yards. So Minnesota horrible against the tight end. I think they averaged 49 yards per game, half a TD per game uh, to the tight end position. A little research for the boys here before the call. (laughs) And I think, you know, with Dak back, He's either looking C.D. Lamb or he's looking Dalton Schultz. I think Dalton Schultz has averaged like five receptions a game with Dak. Um, so 43 and a half seems like a slam dunk. Uh, give it to me all day. I think it's going to be a high-scoring game, probably game of the week here. Uh, two NFC behemoths going at it. Uh, the boys are feeling good. Let's go. I like yeah, that. I have no, yeah, no qualms with that. No qualms. I'm gonna I'm gonna stay on this game for my third pick. I'm gonna get a little fun one here. I'm gonna take first drive in this game to be a punt. In that game? <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> a little fun with this one. Let's get this one out of the way early. Uh it's minus one ten. Whoever gets it, hopefully they punt. So I'm gonna go a little first drive punt in this game. Wow. Okay, that just threw me for a loop. <laughs> I was looking um, at this. You looking you at- wanted original. <laughs> yeah. Emax yeah. got you. I I am totally confused now i'm oh boy okay i'm gonna go all the way to the la chargers kansas city chiefs game i want mm. eckler to score a touchdown okay it's probably be even odds um that chargers de- i'm sorry the casey defense gets torched on the ground uh i think it's gonna be a competitive game for the most part we're hearing about how casey's receivers might be out and also uh chargers receivers may be coming back um, our boy just, Juju was just getting into stride, and then he yeah gets just hammered, dead. just dead. Um, <laughs> Clean hit though. A- am was. I like on? Am I? I agree. Am I, I agree. not like? I don't understand how he got knocked out by it. What it, it almost felt like Juju like jumped into that hit because yeah. he just bounced off the guy and was toast. 
I agree. But once again, indoor stadium on the rug. Um, I think I think we see a whole lot of volume for Eckler. I just think he gets in the end zone here. Um, I don't know how they attack, whether it's through the run or the pass, but I think he gets in the end zone. It'll probably be around even odds, maybe a little minus one ten. Um, I'm going a little bit outside my comfort zone here on on the pod for the pot for the prop because uh, we got the, the the prop king here. Um, so give me that. I like it. All Perfect. right, all right, Alex. What's the to- what's the total for that game? Not that it's one of my bets, but fifty and a half. Man, they've really given us some great games in the past, though. Doesn't that total seem low? A lot of people are out. Keenan Allen and Mike Williams practiced individually today, but uh, I think Valdez Scantling's out, Hardman's out, and Juju's probably out. Yeah, but to Brian's point, you got to zig when. <laughs> or you got to zag when other guys are singing or the other way around. Are we are we doing a, a a max bomb on the over right here? Did we just talk ourselves into the over? Here's the thing though, Alex. Seventy percent of bets are on the over. So actually, maybe we're maybe we're sharp. Maybe we're just sharp right now. So everyone else thinks that the game's going to go over. Yeah, you guys are just thinking that. that it's below because of the guys that are out, and you think it's just going to be like. Just a bunch of punts, basically. Right, right. We're yet to figure out, me and C-Mac are yet to figure out how to read the injury report on a Wednesday. Yeah. Would you agree, C-Mac? Yeah. That's because you got to record on the Thursday when the first injury report comes out. Yeah. But even then, it's like they practice limited. You have no fucking clue. Um, Josh Allen last week, for example. Um, But all right, fourth pick. We got uh, two and a half minutes left. Because we're too cheap right. to buy unlimited Zoom, so let's uh, let's get these picks. In. <laughs> All right, I got one for my boy Brian here. Oh, Jacoby okay. Myers under the receptions. So I haven't seen the total there, but I'm assuming it's probably going to be around four and a half, five and a half. I think the sauce is going to be all over him, and I think he shuts them down. Yeah, I like that. I'm going to run the ball too. I don't have a line on that yet, but. I like that because I'm gonna try to just run the ball. I couldn't it? find the line. I'm just going for the sauce. I think yeah. I think he's proven to be just a shutdown guy, and I think he rotates into the slot, right? Which is where Jacoby Myers is. So, I mean, that that's what I'm feeling for that game in particular. I like that. I like that a lot. Uh, I'm gonna go Saints minus three and a half here for my fourth pick, just because I think the the Rams are done. I think the Rams are done and no Cooper Cup. So give me this depleted, embarrassing Saints team back at home. Maybe they have a little pride. <laughs> Fair. I'm going to go. Give me. This is going to suck. Give me New England minus three. Um, this is embarrassing. I'm not proud of this. Uh but New England at home, and, and like I said earlier, until Zach Wilson, Sam Darnold, whoever, Geno Smith, <laughs> yeah. whoever the hell the Jets were at, until they beat Belichick, and then, God forbid, in New England. New England was just laying three in New York, covered the spread. Now they're hosting the Jets at home off of a bye. Give me New England, whatever. Yeah. yeah. It's, hard to, it's hard to argue with that. <laughs> Good pick. All right. Last one for me. Derek Carr, that's my quarterback. Uh, under two forty-five and a half yards on underdog. The thought process here is at Denver on the road. Great pass rush. 
with Patrick Sertain, probably going to contain uh, Devontae Adams. Really no other receiving option uh, for Derek Carr. Uh, there's no Hunter Renfro. He's on IR. Darren Waller's on IR. They got Foster Moreau, but outside of that, um, I don't think anyone's holding hope for Matt Collins to come save the day. And then on top of that, you've got Josh Jacobs, who's been averaging 100 yards a game against Denver. Um, so I think it's going to be a run-first offense here. Uh, obviously script-dependent, but I like the under here on the yards for Derek Carr. See, Mac, we kind of talked about that earlier where you were leaning um, Denver, right? Um, and we talked ourselves out of it because uh, it feels like they're also giving up, but that might be a better a better way to go about it. Because I think with no Renfro and Waller, I think that could be the way to approach it. Um, granted, yards could always be, you know, the, the game script. Like, But I don't see, like you said, I don't see Vegas coming out just strictly throwing mcdaniels wants to run the ball so you, you're basically if you're over or if you're thinking positive about the raiders you're basically praying that Derek carr has the game of the year you know yeah. and hard to believe that he's doing that on the road against the toughest d in the league um i just don't see it happening yeah yeah I'm, right, actually, I'm actually gonna go for my last pick stay in that game i'm gonna go the under 41 and a half much to your point, Denver's got a good defense, especially pass defense. If the, Ra- the Raiders want to run the ball, so let them run the ball and chew up clock. The Broncos' offense is so broken. Russ sucks. He's so bad. So bad. And he's going to hear, they're going to hear those boos early and often at home. Hmm. I, I just, I think both teams want to run the ball. Maybe Denver doesn't, but you know what? Fucking let him pass. It's not going to go over well. Judy's probably out, so yeah. Give me the under here. I, uh, I don't, I don't think any of these teams could score very well right now. Maybe the Raiders' yeah. defense shows up too. I don't know. <laughs> I agree with both. I mean, I agree with both of you. I, even if I mean the Raiders' defense could not show up, and I don't think Denver's putting up you know enough points to to you know push it over. It would have to be Vegas, right? But with no run front Waller. Uh, and that, that old line's horrible. Yeah. For Vegas. So well, it's um, gonna be like two pick sixes, two fumble sixes. Yeah. Both, both <laughs> it's gonna lines. be an ugly game. 33-30 yeah. finish. <laughs> yeah. Add 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 that under to my to my card for, for the pot, not the contest, because we can't yeah. repeat, but I you know what? Yeah. How the hell does that game go over? Um my last pick, I'm between Detroit and I'm between Atlanta. Um so basically with Atlanta, I think both teams move the ball at will um, at a minus three. I like that Chicago, like we talked about CMAC earlier, Chicago had no business winning that game against Detroit. It was more of a Detroit collapse, in my opinion. Uh, they could have easily lost by two touchdowns. Um, so for Atlanta to be laying three, if you would have gave us this line a week ago, before we saw last Sunday, I do think we have more than a field goal. Um, I don't want to overreact to Atlanta on the short week last week on Thursday on the road. So I don't hate that Atlanta pick, but also Detroit. I mean, Houston should have covered last week. I was on the G-Men and I can admit that Houston should have probably covered. So now you get a better team coming into town. Um, do they steal one? Uh, I don't know. So I'll, uh, you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to, 
go to you guys. You guys both vote. Which one do you guys like more out of those two? Between Detroit, I'm going to leave it up to you, to you guys to pick your own demise. I like Atlanta. What's the uh, what are the options here? It's either Detroit plus three or Atlanta minus three. I'll go against your field pick. You know what? That's perfect. I'll go against your field pick. Give me Atlanta minus three. Um, like I said, I think both teams move the ball. I don't think Fields is shut down, so I do think that you have. I, I do like your bet. I just think that Atlanta does the same thing to that Chicago D because that Chicago defense is fucking horrible. Yeah. So I actually, I um, I'm sorry, I high scoring up. game. You yeah. think it's going to be a high scoring game? Yeah, or I don't know high scoring because both teams rely on the run so much that sometimes that can get tricky because the clock just never stops running. Um, and also, red zone plays such a big thing in uh, totals when you have a total close to 50 like that. So, you know, you can run the ball on 10 plays down to the 10-yard line, get stopped, and you settle for three points, but, you know, half the quarter ran off. Um, me and C-Mac have been a victim of that maybe too many times. So I, I don't think either team is throwing the ball. So it's hard for me to take it over there. But I will. I do think Atlanta wins. I think, um, and I, I completely when I was doing my handicap, I confused lines with Chicago. Chicago should have won last week. They, they ended up losing. That's where I got fucked up. So, um, they completely uh, lost a the game they should have won. And now we're saying that they're gonna, you know, we just assume they're gonna win this game on the road um, against probably a better team in Atlanta than, than Detroit. Would you guys agree with yeah. that? Yeah. Yeah. So give me Atlanta minus the three. You right? think Atlanta is better than Detroit? Yeah, I don't on think a, Detroit's good. Not by much, by any means. I, I would say on a neutral field, Atlanta minus two. Would you agree with that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I yeah. would take Detroit. I just think they got so much swag. They they're playing well as a team, even though like their record doesn't show it. If I had to pick a team to win outright, one versus the other, it would be Detroit. Because. It- because of golf versus that, because of the offense versus the defense. I mean, how can you trust Mariota and anyone on offense in Atlanta? Like, because he's really throwing that, it. I think, but I, he, I think they got lucky at the beginning of the year with the schedule, and now they are who we think they were. Uh, and I just think the Lions are just—they've got more firepower if they want it. I think it wasn't. See, I don't think Atlanta's offense was the beginning of the year thing. I think it was every week up until last week, which was a short week on the road. And like I said to start off the podcast, was Thursday nights. I throw that out the door. Um, so, you know, looking at the EPA per week, they're they're above zero, which is you know at, uh, uh, above average pretty much by EPA per per uh, per play. But so, how stupid is that franchise though? All yeah, yeah, bets yeah. aside, like. <laughs> Why the fuck are they trying to be competitive right now? Yeah. You know, like oh, they should you. be tanking to to get one of the QBs, right? Like, well, here's the thing: they, they hired Arthur Smith. That was their issue. They hired uh, an offensive-minded guy with high aspirations. They should have hired Lubby Smith. I think they 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 mixed they mixed up the uh, the, <laughs> the Santa the <laughs> Yeah, Lovey Smith was like, I just went like I didn't want to get a single win at Illinois University, and you want me to come coach an NFL team? Hell yeah, Mister Five Hundred. Yeah, so um, that's the issue there. But I'll take Atlanta. I think this C Mac. I think this is a good buy low spot. I I think they're a better choice than the Lions. So I would agree with you there. Okay, both bad defenses, but C Mac. I think you take the home game. game. I appreciate it, C Mac. <laughs> yeah, sorry. 
Yeah, I was gonna listen and be like, "Who's sniffling?" And you're during the entire hour. That's on so me. Before before you joined us on the freemium Zoom, uh, the third installment <laughs> of it tonight, I was proposing maybe a bonus bet, Themac, but instead of a bonus bet, maybe it's just like a topic of conversation. When is Nathaniel Hackett getting fired? So here's the thing. If you asked me a few weeks ago, I Brian's would say... Brian's favorite coach, by the way. No, least favorite. <laughs> uh, if you would have asked me a few weeks ago, I would have said they should do it before the end of the year. Just cut ties and just move on and figure it out. However, 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 I think the bigger issue, surprisingly right now, is Russell Wilson. I'm not even joking. I think... Um, I think... C-Mac, you're the tape guy. Um, it's mostly on Russ right now. Yeah. I think I think I've heard from people who do tape stuff. I don't do the tape stuff that you know there is there are plays to be made more so than what's happening. And Russell Wilson is what if he's not willing or not able to run around and improvise and, and use his legs, he's basically just Baker Mayfield. Um, so to that extent, I I think both stink. But I don't know how maybe you could, to your point, maybe you go, hey, we're stuck with one guy's contract, so we got to move on and figure something else out. I, I truly don't know. I don't think there's a wor- I don't think there's a franchise in a worse situation between coach and player besides maybe the Cardinals. Yeah. <laughs> we, yeah. We've talked about this at nauseum. <laughs> like there is no harder job in sports than being a GM. Because mm-hmm. when you have a window, You've got to go and get the player that you want. Uh, and then on the opposite side of that, your team sucks and you have a, a player pop off. you got to give him the contract because if you don't, he's going to leave your franchise and your fan base is going to be upset. Um, so I think they did the right move trying to bring in a, an established quarterback this summer because obviously Drew Locke's not the answer and neither is fucking... Blake Rippon or whoever the fourth QB Prayer is there. Did, yeah. um, so they had to make a move. But what's surprising, and, and this is why I asked the, the Nathaniel Hackett question, is like they knew who they were acquiring, right? Like Russ is not going to change the way he plays or anything like that. So why aren't they able to scheme in a way that suits his profile? They have the weapons. They, they kind of are. He's just missing every like he, his timing is so off, and he looks like he's afraid to pull the trigger half the time. And when he does, it's not it's not accurate. I mean, he was always accurate in Seattle, especially on the deep balls, and he just can't seem to. I don't know. It, it looks like he's uncomfortable with the scheme, and his just timing is off on on most plays. Where it's like, you could do all you want with that, but if your quarterback's not comfortable. It's like it's not going to work, yeah. and I just don't know what he's doing. He looks awful. I think it was the right move because I mean, you saw their defense. Their defense is top two in the league, top three in the league. But I mean, it's just it's just really bad. I think Hackett stays the rest of the year, but if if it continues like this, I think he's definitely gone. So here's the thing: what is his scheme at this point? What is Russ's? It didn't work in Seattle. Go routes, where... go routes move the pocket, <laughs> that, get out there. It's general, general, uh, a genuine question because we, he leaves Seattle, and that team has taken off. 
you know what I mean? Obviously, you don't want to you don't want to take away the Super Bowl. So this this whole idea that Russell Wilson has always been trash is stupid. But as of now, as he's gotten older, he was a big improviser. I, I remember watching C Mac. We were at Hurricanes and that game against Minnesota. When I think he, the ball was snapped over his head, he runs back, picks it up, runs to the side, completes it. To lo- like it he used to do these these improv this imp- improvised, you know, I don't even know what they're called, magic trick almost. And he was able to get things done, and his legs were enough to make up for his inaccuracy, I guess, if you will, with playmakers around him. And now that his legs are gone, dude, and he's pretty much just like a a fucking. I think he's like. Is he a B-list celebrity at this point? More than like <laughs> with the That's whole Sierra the most, thing. Man. That's what hurts him yeah. the most. Right? Like, like he's more of a celebrity in his own mind. Bro, the, the Bronco gonna Nation. Stop, somebody's gonna stop fucking making commercials with him. Right. The, last the, draw. the drive's gone. I think Ooh. he's he's putting in the minimum work. He's got the contract. He's got the got girl. The you know, girl. Family man, God man. You only have so much time in the day to fucking <laughs> do shit when you yeah. you know, he's got God eight to ten, Ciara ten to twelve, he's got football one to two. You know, yeah, you gotta God. you gotta ask his manager too before yeah. Yeah, dude, exactly. That subway commercial. It's, you know, I think, um, I think it's over for him now. Maybe at some point, I think he's he's got enough. Maybe at some point he it clicks. It's not this year though. I don't no, think it's not next this year. year. Maybe years down the line, something clicks when like he starts getting benched. I'd bench him. Maybe to your point, Hackett. If you're Hackett, do you bench him? No, I don't think you can. They wouldn't let you, right? No. Fuck. Tell you what, though, if Denver loses this week and next week against Carolina, yeah, it's I game think... over. Nathaniel yeah. Hackett is getting fired because they're not winning a game the rest of the season. Schedule is Ravens uh, at Ravens at home against the Chiefs at home against the Cardinals oh, at the Rams. At the Chiefs. Oh god, they got and against got the Chargers. Division. It's death row. <laughs> you guys want to know my worst bet of the season was uh Broncos win the Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> I think I took a one ten and a half wins. Funny how you flipped, huh? Yeah, I mean, dude, after I mean it really took what C Mac two weeks for us to be like, wait a minute, <laughs> like something's something's not right. It was here. two or three weeks. It was like, wait a second. Yeah, this is it a was bad something bet. right. For me, it was the <laughs> Thursday night Colts game that really was like, oh the, yeah, oh, that was awful. That was ten nine, right, or something like that. That that's the game that made me realize nine, nine? Like, they're not even just mediocre trying to figure it out. Like they're shit. Like they're shit with a mediocre ceiling. Once you realize that ceiling is mediocre, it's game over. Um, I even know it was even week one, right? They kicked this. They tried the sixty four yard field goal thing, Mattis, instead yep. of running a play yep. on fourth and four. Yep. Yep. Seattle. Seattle. Seattle beat them. Yep. You know what they should do. Speaking of schemes, they should wildcat with Kendall Hinton, who was the wide receiver oh. that filled in, and just <laughs> that's right. Did he some quarterback confusion on the field? You know, I like this. Have Hold him on. throw instead of Russ. Put Russ clip in Hinton's C-Mac. jersey, and then Hinton in <laughs> Russ's jersey. C Mac clipped this. Hold on. Hold on. We were getting out. We just do the really special the with Hinton. We just fixed. Tossing the TD to Russ. C Mac, when you do when you're doing the podcast description, say uh at our hour forty five, we we fixed we the Broncos. Fixed the Broncos it, was, it was Kendall Hinton at quarterback. 
was, that, was that last year they had no quarterbacks? Yeah. <laughs> Wait a minute. So I think also Hamler's out. I don't want to talk about the Broncos too much, but I will say this, that prop of the week. You guys ready for this? Mm-hmm. Are you genuinely ready for it? I didn't see very... Uh, it seems what like you're kind of prop? For it. It's going to be a most rushing yards prop. So you're you're telling me you're going to hit us with the best running back in this this week? That's exactly the point, Lamar Jackson. Drum roll. Mm. Thirty yeah. to one. Who are they playing? Carolina. Okay. I just I feel like that's I don't hate it. I just feel like it's a, it, it's a trap. You okay. Know? <laughs> I feel like I feel like the RB one. Uh, it'd be interesting to see this. I don't have it live in front of me, but it'd be interesting to see. Like, does the RB one usually come from the highest scoring game of the week, or does he come from just a scrappy game? That's a good question, actually. Uh, low scoring, yeah, low scoring. Um. That's a good question, actually. That would actually be if you could find that. I would love to see that because that's that's good data. Um, I would say high scoring. There has to be. I don't know if a quarterback's ever done it. Well, did Fields do it two weeks ago? Was he the high the the most rushing yards in the in the week? Dude, he had almost two hundred yards rushing. What do you have? Like one seventy eight, right? Yeah, then he definitely got it. Wow. And he had 150 last week, too? Yeah, 154. Yeah. Holy shit. And he's about to have another buck 50 this week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the over. Hammer, yards. hammer the 245 and a half total yards. That's That actually seems short. Yeah, I mean, to your point, that it seems low against it an Atlanta team low. that makes me love my Atlanta better even more. All right, we got to wrap this up here. Um, any final thoughts here? Any final comments? Any futures you like? Who do who do you have to win the Super Bowl, Mister uh, Prospector? Uh, let me get to the Super Bowl after. But the future that I'm <laughs> loving is uh, taking Justin Jefferson, Offensive right. Player of the Year. Yeah, you and I both Steve. talked about that uh, before the season started. I think it was plus two thousand. I think C-Max on that as well. Right now. Yeah, I'm on that as well. I think I got 1,800. Okay. Yeah. I think, I mean, if it the season were to end today, it would have to go to Tyreek Hill. Yep. Just because yep. guy catches like 10 passes of the game. Yep. And he's been unbelievable. But I think down the stretch, new contract, you know, making all this money, he might sit out a couple practices. I don't know if he plays the full 17, 18 games or whatever it is. I would love that. And I think I, I think it's close. I think it's Minnesota close. is just Minnesota is just always in these nail biters, right? Yep. Like they're not gonna blow you out of the water, uh, even though they should. They just very entertaining team and the, the offense flows through him clearly. So C Mac future as of right now, which what what are you looking at? Um, like a new one or one I have, either or. Um, because I placed one. If you if you can't tell where what I'm hinting at, 
Yeah, you I, I mean, I don't have one. I'm just very excited about my uh, 49ers to win the Super Bowl. I think that's a great spot right now that I'm in. So I'm excited that's right. about that. So, so take me through that process because you have to think about like who they got to go through first. I'll take you through the process. I saw McCaffrey got traded to them. I immediately, I took the, I went to take them to win the division and then I couldn't find that line. So I just took the Super Bowl. <laughs> um, I think, because I think the Rams obviously suck. Cardinals suck. I don't think the Seahawks are going to hold on for as long as they are. So I think the Niners get the division. And then from there, they're going to get a home playoff game. I figure they're going to get healthier. And I think McCaffrey's just a perfect fit for that system with, with Shanahan. And that defense is no joke. So with Garoppolo in as well, yeah. I think they're better better off with him right now in the short yeah. term. Lance, so that, that's kind of why I took it. Well, you just brought up my rebuttal, Jimmy G. I mean, he's been two Super Bowls. When the game's on the line. Listen, if they make it to the Super Bowl, fucking hedging the shit out of that. But I just, I just don't see how they get through Dallas or Philly. I mean, I think Green Bay can come back. Like if they're 500 and they they get into the playoffs, like they're dangerous. Um, and I I just think the winner has to come out of the AFC, like Buffalo, KC, Baltimore, like those teams are serious. Yeah, no, I agree with you. I think I'll probably hedge it if they make it that far. I'm just looking now. I got them at plus 2200, and they're plus 800 now. So definitely got some value there. But yeah. Yeah, you got twenty two hundred on the Niners. No, I got plus twenty two hundred. Wow, it was right after the McCaffrey trade, bro. It doesn't hold the it doesn't hold the light to my Broncos to win the Super Bowl bet, but still pretty good. <laughs> Take it again. Um, so I just placed I, I placed a bet actually two days ago. Um, favorite preseason bet, um, if I can remember correctly, it's probably Chiefs to win the Super Bowl. Um, I took them or AFC, I forget which one. Pretty high odds, but um feeling good about that. But ultimately, I just placed the Browns over six and a half wins on the year. Um they need four more wins to hit that. Deshaun Watson comes back in two weeks. The next two weeks with Brissett, who I believe has been playing well, in my opinion. When I watch them, it's their defense that's the issue. It's not Brissett, and it's also a lack of receiver weapons. They have the Bills in a snow type of game, which in my opinion, you know, it, it's a long shot, but it's winnable. They get the Bucks at home. This is not the Bucks. This ain't Daddy Bucks. Daddy's no, Bucks. Sir. This is a um. This is a uh, a very FTX's Bucks. Yes, exactly. <laughs> FTX's Bucks. <laughs> then, then Watson comes back right, and the first game back, Houston Texans. Let's go. Oh, I know man. that it, it chalked that up as a. You know, down. Goodell is hard as fuck for that game. Oh yeah, chalk that up. That boy's getting so many massages leading up to that game. That <laughs> <laughs> boy loses a goose. Um, then they get the Bengals divisional game. Anything goes there. Divisional game, Ravens at home. Anything goes. Saints at home, Commanders, Steelers on the road. Divisional game. Give me four wins the rest of the way with this Browns team. I do like what they're doing for the most part. Their defense is just dog shit. So um, give me when Watson comes back. If they could steal one or two between the Bucks and Bills, 
with Serrano skid right now after that Dolphins game, I do think that was just a horrible matchup for them. Um, give me one or two the next two weeks with Bills and Bucks, and give me three wins with one, two, three, three divisional games and two, sh- two to three should win games. Uh, I'm feeling good there. So give me the over six and a half. I'm buying low right now. We're rest of the way with the the Brownies. I see them winning against the Bucks. And the reason why I say that, I, I just feel like Miles Garrett all over TB12. Mm-hmm. Guy's going to be shaking in his boots. God forbid they and, steal a snow game here against the Bills. Yeah, it's it's uh, plausible for sure. And then the, the massage game of the century coming up on oh, God. December 4th. We're, what is the spread in that game? We'll get, we got to wrap this up because we're get, we're running on two hours at this point. What what would you what line does a bookmaker lay with Deshaun Watson first game back at, against the Houston Texans? Sixty nine and a half. Yeah, I was gonna say <laughs> who's the, who's the first. They're home or they're in Houston. In Houston, but that's on at the road. Houston. No oh, man, I think it'll be like cool. I'm taking Houston. I'll tell you that much. Cleveland minus seven. <laughs> I think it depends on. I would say, yeah, probably around there. Maybe six a little less, maybe six and a half. Maybe, I don't think yeah, it's up to yeah. seven, but because it is his first game, he's probably gonna be rusty. But right, but who knows where Texans are at? In two yeah, weeks. but the dogs yeah. are gonna be fired up to play for him. Yeah, exactly. That's a weird thing. Shit teams don't get all of a sudden an all-pro quarterback just slotted into their lineup. So. Yeah, yeah. Um. All right. What a night, boys. Fellas, that was good. That was good. I'm uh I'm losing all my bets though. Not as good, but you know, shit happens. We already we already have a snippet for the episode, so fair enough. <laughs> the Denver Wildcat. The Denver Wildcat. <laughs> yeah, yes. <laughs> Make sure to bookmark that one on the uh, in the description. I will. The boys fix the Denver Broncos. Call us, call us, hack it. We got a lot of be- we got a lot of good ideas here to fix this. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everyone. Thanks for listening, Alex. Thanks for joining us. Good luck this week. If you win this week, you come on again next week. So, so let's hope for that. Um, and uh, all right, everyone. Thanks for listening. We will talk to you next week. Thanks, boys.